KBBBL Podcast. <laughs> Where the extra B is for BYOBB. Where's my elephant? Save your whining for when you're on the air, okay? Welcome to KBBBL Podcast where we save our whining just for you. And the extra B is for BYOBB. What's that extra B for? It may seem a bit obvious, but it's for the babysitter bandit. What else? Horse. Yeah, horse. Or bots. It could be B for bots. Or Botticelli. You know what? That would have been more clever. I'm sorry I didn't think of that. I will retire with disgrace. Our number is also 555-PAIN. Give us a call. I am your host, Chez Perry. And with me, a couple yellow-bellied rat jackasses. Whoa. The cue ball killer. <laughs> and, and local boob. Yeah. So I let the I would be the guy who let the bandit go, basically. Save <laughs> <laughs> them triple and then let them like go. Boob from your boob from your long term partner as opposed to foreign boob you might encounter in life. Yes. <laughs> yes indeed. Oh and we are here to review Season one, episode thirteen, where we made it, fellas. We made it. One season. Thirteen. Some enchanted evening. Uh, yeah. Oh well oh right. We I have the written by well, I can tell you that right now. It's written by Matt Groening and Sam Simon. How yeah. about that? I was just gonna say yeah. I was gonna say it's Groening and Simon. Uh, yep. this was the and first directed episode. by David Silverman and Kent Butterworth. Yeah, we've talked about this. This was supposed to be the first episode. So this was the brainchild of, of the producers, uh, you know, the guys who really created Simpsons, you know, you might say, before the writer's yep. room started to take over and arguably improve on the formula. In, improve. I, I think that's, that's even an argument. Yeah. But... No, it's <laughs> no, not. I don't think it's much of a... For the sake of being <laughs> polite, arguably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's Let's funny. Brandon gets all the credit. <laughs> yeah. He does get a lot of. Well. Yeah. It depends on who you talk to. Like the writers, if you, they seem to give Sam Simon a lot of the credit. Um, yeah. There's a lot of creative minds that all came together at the right time. It was like a lightning rod of uh, success for sure. This episode, though, with a cool glass of turnip juice. Let's have a sit under the turnip tree, fellas. What you been up to? Uh, I've got soup, not turnip juice. I hope that's all right. Very good. We're starting early, so I'm, I didn't BYOBB. I BYO my tea again. I'll explain, I guess, why we're starting to look like an alcoholic now. So, because I, I opened the beer because <laughs> I thought I had to be in character. Normally, I never drink yeah, beer. It's just when these guys get me on the show yep. trying to make me look bad. Yeah, we've got the know what it was until uh, episode one of this podcast. I said, "Bring a beer." He said, "What? What's a beer? What's a moida?" He said to me after that, and it's funny I didn't even ask him about the moida. So (laughs) Freudian slip there, perhaps. So I requested we start this episode early because I want to go out. Uh, There's a show. Uh, A few of my friends are in bands playing at Rad Storm. Rad Storm, which is a uh, 
an event, uh, like non, like they raise money for different uh, music related events around the city. So there's going to be some punk music. It'll be fun. Good time. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, because Radstorm was just opening around the time I got like out of playing music. It's a little bit of like an underground club, is it not? Like it's not very like, yeah. you kind of got to know, you're going to kind of got to be in the know to go there, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I'm a very cool guy for sure. Yeah. <laughs> dads up here on the top of the screen. <laughs> just a couple of old dads. We don't well, know I appreciate you. Radstorms. Yeah, I appreciate you two, uh, you know, doing an earlier pod this night. But uh, aside from that, a lot of snow. Keeping on, keeping yeah. on. Just, just you know, this... I didn't have the boy this week, so not a lot going on for me. So apparently this episode also, like, really tore up the writer's room. Like, because uh, Graining really wanted to keep it like a sitcom and as grounded as possible. Um which a lot of the episodes in this first season certainly were. But this one, if you notice, like if you look at, the, like listen to some of the sound effects or notice how like Babysitter Bandit walks, for example. It's like, do, 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 very cartoony, graining. Yeah, yeah and I was noticing that, that, that like when she slams the door, the way the door like warps while she does, like it's really like cartoony, yeah. right? So one of the reasons this was delayed is graining hated it because he thought it looked like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Yeah. Something like 70% of it was scrapped. They rewrote parts of it. The animation was honestly dreadful. You can see the original animation online. And, oh, oh. and it was and it was considered quite dark at the time. I mean, this is yeah. a pretty dark episode, really. Well, she does yeah, tie they, them up. She, yeah. She She's very threatening. Yeah, they're lucky that she didn't do something more serious. <laughs> that uh, she doesn't. She <laughs> didn't do something that she doesn't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say even know say your it. prayers, Bart. Yeah, I have that one actually. <laughs> Where's that? We're jumping ahead, but hmm. time to brush your teeth, wash your face, and say your prayers. I mean, we can get into the episode, right? Like, oh. Yeah, right. Well, I guess that means it's time for a breakdown. Don't mind if I do. Let's get into it. Um, introspection. On the chalkboard, we have, I will not yell fire in a crowded classroom. Of course, as we know, it's highly illegal to do that these days. Yes, yes. it's actually straight up dangerous. You can cause a yeah. human crush. Like if it's oh, in a yeah. car where there's not a like, wide exit, people yeah. get seriously hurt. So yeah, Bart, don't do that, buddy. Yeah, you get you get in big time trouble for that. <laughs> that, wa that wacky part. Uh, <laughs> yep. And the uh, couch gag fake out again. No gag. Yeah, this was they fun. Just sit there I blinking at you. They 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 yeah, knew you were expecting something. Yeah. Also, this is a long intro. This is like it has everything. Lisa on the bike. It has uh, the extended yep. part on the skateboard where he takes the the bus stop. So another sign. This episode, like they had trouble putting it together because they, they, they had cut some scenes it. likely yeah 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 well all right let's get into it here hold on let me bring up my synopsis there we have it there we have it all right so oh this is this the first arnie pie in the sky um, or bill pie arnie pie it, hey, arnie, pie. arnie pie in the sky 
He's great. Great character. So yeah, so the Simpsons are having breakfast, and they, you know, Homer gets the last donut. And then they leave for school, and Homer goes to work, and, you know, they all just leave the place a mess for marriage. And she's like, oh, I guess it's just you and me, Maggie. And then Maggie just falls asleep on her. So she's feeling neglected, unappreciated. <laughs> so then she turns on the radio and she hears, turns it on to KBBL, our sister yeah, station. of course. Um, yeah, right. What are the yeah, coincidences? Exactly right. Um, and of course, Dr. Marvin Monroe's show comes on. A great, great therapist as he is, of course, has a show on the radio as well. By the way, Davin, I'm a little factoid. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I just checked. It is Bill Pye in this episode. Yeah, so I thought so. Bill Pye. They changed Bill Pye in the sky. Yeah, I thought so too. Ernie, Ernie Pye in the sky. Wow. Ernie Pye Ernie. in the sky. Just sounds more fun to say, Ernie. I think. Yeah. yeah, that extra syllable really helps it out. <laughs> when will it be my time, Kent? I want to make the news. <laughs> he's he's great when he just like cracks, uh, which seems to happen quite a bit with him. So Marge calls in to express herself to Dr. Marvin Monroe. When we were dating, he was sweeter and more romantic and 40 pounds thinner and he had hair and he ate with utensils. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I laughed out loud when she got to the utensils first. Yeah, you see voice break. utensils. Oh my god. <laughs> the utensils. Uh, I was knocking Marge's actress later. You know, she right now, currently, I think her voice is, is struggling a little. She's, uh, but like in her prime, like this is a good example of how really good she is. Like, oh, she's actress of, that crack. It's great. Oh, she's a fantastic actress. Um, so then there's Homer at work and he's listening to the radio and he hears, he's like, turn it up, fellas. I love listening to these wackos. Of course, she's talking about it's Marge talking about him. Uh, Pedro. She's not, suppo she's not supposed to say that. It's what I call harsh reality. I found it. Your husband sees you as nothing. So harsh. Your husband sees you as nothing. It's <laughs> pretty harsh, yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say, Francis? Yeah, what were you saying, Francis? I was just going to say, it's, it's weird that. They don't want you to use Homer's name, but you give your your own name. Like when they're first like, yeah. "Oh, hey, what's your name? What's your age?" I was like, "Why the fuck would you ask for their act? Like, who name would age. give their actual yeah. name in that?" Right. Let but, me ask you a question, Francis. Why would they pay people back their money if they like failed the therapy in that other episode? Right. Like it seems like Marvin <laughs> Monroe is just not good at his job. <laughs> He's a well, bad. You don't get your money back. <laughs> you don't really get it back. Is my yeah, voice is annoying? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's a he's, Nick I'm, Riviera. She's, she's, she's she's annoying. <laughs> you know that uh uh was it it's Shearer, right? Did uh the voice for uh and he just hated doing it. So he probably was the one insisted on on that particular joke that like is my voice annoying? Leave Homer? Please don't use his real name. Leave Pedro. Yeah, that was class. Save though, Mar. She was quick with it. Not Homer Pedro. Didn't didn't skip a beat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love you, Marjorie. Oh wait, you skipped ahead. I don't want to get that far yet. So then he does eventually say he loves her. Well, we're we're, we're we're getting ahead of the game here. So it's very cute. But yes. So 
Homer is at Moe's, the greatest place in Springfield. A dank like no other. So, this Moe's isn't giving a some advice. Dive. This is a dive. <laughs> this is a dive. <laughs> yeah, classic. Is Oliver there? Oh. Oliver, close off. Hold on, I'll check. Oliver, close off. Call for Oliver, close off. <laughs> Hilarious. It's Isn't funny. Oh, I, thought it was al- I thought it was alcoholic. Or am I just he does like both. A- this is two. There's two prank one. calls this episode. Yeah. Yeah, there's two. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. Listen, you lousy bum. If I ever get a hold of you, I swear I'll cut your belly open. <laughs> He's such a, like, an insane, violent person in his, like, deeper mind. He's like, his threats are always so, like, graphic. Uh, yeah. I wish we would have at some point gotten some kind of back. Yeah, L. Last name, alcoholic. Let me check. Phone call for Al. Alcoholic. Is there an alcoholic here? <laughs> it didn't bang better like that. Yeah. Wait a minute. This I wish there was some point where it got. If I ever find out who you are, I'll <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't hear the stuff, man. I can't tell when you're playing clips and when you're not. I like mm. just barely. Well, nuts. You need new, new earphones. Yeah, but what are you going to say, Francis? Well, just I wish at some point in the series we would get enough backstory on Mo to understand why he's so like imaginatively violent, like outside of just being like a general scumbag. He was one of the little rascals. He was one of the little rascals. But he (laughs) he murdered somebody who was violent before that. (laughs) You killed the original Alfalfa. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, he was just an orphan owned by the studio. Yeah, Yeah. there's marriage at a wit's end. Not terrible, terrible stuff. Yeah, where have we seen this before, huh? Already we're seeing multiple, like, fractured moments with Marge and Homer. There's three really strong ones in this season. Like, yeah, Yeah. Homer messes up, Marge messes up, and then this one. Yeah, we got an attempted suicide. A lot of dark stuff. Wow, that was rough, man. That was insane. insane. And, you know, probably really for married couples at this time. You know, my husband doesn't pay any attention to me. I'm stuck with all the housework. He's naive enough to think I worship the ground he walks on. And, you know, Homer, we're going to go have five minutes of sex in a motel. <laughs> Imagine uh, Homer with Cod or like Battlefield or something, you know? Wouldn't be <laughs> yeah. good. He would not. Yeah. He would just be terrible. Right. You are a pig. You can ask anyone in this bar. What? Hey, Barney, am I a pig? Yeah, hey, a pig. Barney, am I a pig? I don't know if I'd go that far. Yeah, I don't know. Bernie's sophisticated sometimes. He's a filmmaker. Yeah, I know. He does have the sensitive soul of a poet, but he's still a mob singer. Yeah. He's a mob singer, yeah. Except for one difference. Once in a while, we can crawl out of a slop, hose ourselves off, and act like human beings. (laughs) Sometimes we can act like human beings. Yeah, <laughs> this is before they developed the storyline that that Mo has a crush on Marge. So I doubt later Mo would want would want to help. Yeah, Midge, exactly. Yeah, Midge. <laughs> hey, that Midge. Would want to help Homer. He'd want to undermine him. But uh, you know, yeah, that's a later storyline. Yes, he's, he's giving know. good bartenderly advice this time. Yeah, which is you know that's what a bartender is supposed to do. Tech or well, they're supposed to serve drinks. But 
you know, they also give advice and right. listen but to people. Trust people need help. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, he goes to the florist. He gets one rose because they're like 60 bucks for a dozen. So I'll take one. 55. Uh, yeah, 55. Still, even yeah. for that time, that's a decent amount of money for uh, yeah, a dozen. So, yeah, that's... By the that's time he gets home, the the rose is already wilted. And he's got he got a box of chocolates, and he tells Marge that he loves her. That clip we played earlier. I love you, Marjorie. Marjorie, I love you too. The Don't sentiment work. is nice, but Don't he didn't forgive have done this. Oh, sorry, Dad. Sorry. No, no worries, no worries, Marge. Uh, so it all works out. He has plans to take her to a hotel and dinner and dancing. Yeah. So now they have to find a babysitter, they realize. That's the issue now. So. This is Marge Simpson. I'd like a babysitter for the evening. Wait a minute. The Simpsons? Lady, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> They've got a bad name, the Simpsons. So were these things that actually Because this isn't the only show I've seen this where you call like a babysitting agency and they just fucking send some stranger over to your house. The agencies were real, yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how popular they are now, but they certainly did. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, what, what was I going to say? Yeah. Creepy. Nice sentiment on Homer's part, but he only did it because he heard Marge like on the radio have a breakdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's that's like, only really the case with Homer though. In the doghouse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He really, it's like he's only responding when like Marge is already breaking. It's like he should be more actively like doing that kind of thing. That's all. Yeah, yeah. So he's, they're calling the rubber baby buggy bumpers babysitting service. <laughs> Can you say that <laughs> again? Say that every time. She's always like, they call her and then they call her back again, and she's just like, rubber baby buggy bumpers babysitting service. How can I help you? Like, <laughs> uh, it's pretty great. So Homer calls back this time because he's they're they're pretty smart over there in the Simpson house. Yeah, clever. Very very clever. Uh, here we go. For the age of already. Rubber baby buggy bumper babysitting service. Hello, this is Mr. Samson. Did your wife just call a second ago? No, I said Samson, not Simpson. Thank God. <laughs> no, I said Samson, not Simpson. God. Homer's lucky that lady's dumb. <laughs> because that, that's like such a terrible attempt. Samson? Yeah. But also, she doesn't... Did she? She doesn't call him Simpson though. She's just like, did you just call him? No, no he. It's, it's he mentions. That's Simpson. what I mean. He, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't catch on that he knows who just called. No. Fucking. She luckily, she was very old. Actually, the Simpsons are neighbors of ours, and we found them to be a quite misunderstood and underrated family. Quite misunderstood and underrated family. Yeah, I know. Underrated is a very funny word choice. It's like no, they're one of the top ones. Like pretty good, pretty good. So, eventually, they do send over a babysitter. They send over Miss Boss. Nice looking lady. Played by uh, Penny Marshall of Laverne and Shirley. Yes, Faith. I am Miss Boss. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I am Miss Boss. Good. Yep. Good, oh, yeah. Uh, good uh, little star, guest star for uh, what was supposed to be the first episode, but, you know, instead, the, the closer for the season. So as uh, soon as the parents leave, it gets a uh, her demeanor changes. Let's say, <laughs> a little, uh, 
I said you're going to watch this tape, and you're going to do what I say, or I'm going to do something to you. And I don't know what that is, because everybody has always done what I say. That's a creepy thread. I'm going to do something <laughs> to you. <laughs> she doesn't even know what it is. Yeah, it's very creepy. And she's yeah, amazing. Like, look at this. Like, she's very yeah. scary. Yeah, it's it's like a horror movie, some of the parts in this episode. Yeah. Releases under the table, calling the, the, the hotline. Like, that's kind of spooky. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, she ties them up. Very sinister stuff. Yeah. Um, so. Well, Bart tries to drop a bowling ball on her head, to be fair. And yeah. Lisa's calling the, call, the authorities, but, you know, she still shouldn't be tying them up. Not a good call. Yes, because they, they Bart's getting sick of watching the happy little elves meet the curious bear cub. Because they've seen it many a time, but Lisa loves it, and so does Maggie. But Bart gets sick of it, changes the channel to America's most armed and dangerous. Where the host is talking about the babysitter bandit, Lucille Botskowski. Bart calls her yeah. Botsukowski, though. He's like, whatever, Botsukowski. I call it Botticelli. <laughs> Botticelli. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she ties them up, and then... Uh, okay, the, the number is 1-800-U-SQUEAL, if you, if you have any information on Miss Botts. <laughs> right. Yeah, he does try to, really try to knock her out. Just, yeah. Well, it's a quick actor. Like that was good to get that bowling ball and drive. Yeah, and I, I don't even think he was wrong because at that point they had pretty much gotten positive confirmation that that was a oh, for sure. criminal, and they were trying to protect the family. So, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say Barrett went too far, but he definitely fucked up. Like, he could have done a better job. <laughs> but it's one of those shows. Like, it's supposed to be comedy, like a cartoon or yeah. stuff like Home Alone. You're like, okay, yeah, it's funny, but like in actuality. These things would seriously injure and potentially kill somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. But, well, knocking somebody I mean, out is uh, like the movies, right? Like, you can't just clonk somebody out. Yeah, yeah. just... Wake up yeah. later. Or if you <laughs> do, they'll have, like, serious concussion. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. So the worst part is she ties them up and puts the happy little elves back on and Bart's, like, banging his head off the freaking couch. Yeah, he just can't stand watching it anymore. So you know, there she is there. Very, look at it, very creepy. Oh, yeah, she tapes Bart's mouth shut because he never shuts up. But, you know, fair fair point. Fair. Yeah, fair, it's fair play. Hello, Stephanie. Uh, as a, uh, I think as a friend of mine, I mentioned uh, I like the Simpsons. Uh, or the, uh, I think I mentioned that I have the Simpsons podcast. So, Hello. We have a viewer. Very nice. Jumping a little head there. So, yeah, no, so things are getting romantic over at the hotel, even though they drive by it once. And like he's like, we'll just take the next exit. And it's like 36 kilometers or miles, I guess, in the States. (laughs) Miles away. But they're having a good time. They're not letting it uh, ruin their time. Ye old off-ramp. The blue thing with the things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, the blue thing with the things. Um, Very alluring. I'm sorry, I just can't find Marge. Uh, she doesn't have any sex appeal for me. I'm sorry. What? The hair. It's just the hair. I can't, I can't do it. Y'all don't have standards um, quite as high as you. Exactly. Uh, I, oh, why yeah. can't I find a man to hug and kiss? Why can't I find <laughs> yeah, all of her clothes off? Um, so, yeah, Maggie gets out of her crib. 
and she wants to watch the happy little elves, but then the tape ends. So uh, Lisa being the smart one figures out this is the way. This is the way. Maggie, would you like to watch some more happy little elves? You have to untie me first. So Maggie unties them, and then they set a trap for Miss Botskowski. A great trap. A great trap. A great trap. This is also Maggie. my favorite. I love this Maggie moment. She saves the day. Like she does. Baby was instrumental yeah. to save. Maggie's the day. like, in a weird, like low key way, she's like a super competent character. Like whenever the chips are down, like everything is stuck on Maggie. She always pulls through. Well, they do say she's smarter than Lisa. Yeah, she's a sharpshooter. We know that she has, mm-hmm. she's an expert gunman. <laughs> but like they had the whole plan was hinged on baby like luring the the bandit into the room yeah yeah so like it's a a good plan but a crazy plan so you're the babysitter bandit you're a smart young man bart i hope you're smart enough to keep your mouth shut he isn't (laughs) he isn't that's pretty classic but yeah, so then they lure her into the room, and it's actually Bart with the soother and crack. Yeah. Ball bat right in my head, actually. I think I got it. Plunk. <laughs> Teamwork plunk. makes the dream work. It's, yeah, it sure does. So, and they tie her up. <laughs> A fitting but, uh, torture. So... Marge gets a little worried, so she wants to call home, and nobody answers at home, so they rush home. Um, Bart and Lisa, before then, had escaped and called 1-800-YOU-SQUEAL, and then told them that the babysitter band is there. So the cops are on the way. Uh, Homer gets there first, and Homer and Marge, and of course they just think Bart went crazy and tied up the babysitter, so... They're just very apologetic, and they untire, and they're like, oh, he's super apologetic, and she's like, I'll pay you triple. Look at that shot. It's like three Homer's mouths. (laughs) And can we now, this is a good time to briefly talk about the animation, right? The animation for this episode is not good. It's not good. It does look like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Yeah. You can find entire, like, Instagram pages that are just, like, weird screen captures like that from like the Simpsons oh, yeah. face like some weird frame that yeah. looks insane some front face funny. Simpsons is a funny yeah. one when they're facing in the front of the camera or side eye Simpsons is a funny one there's a lot of good ones so she's like let me she's like I'll take your triple payment thank you sir you know she does have all their stuff he helps all of their stuff is in her suitcases and he carries them out and puts them in her car for her it's also <laughs> hilarious she does a bunch of money they are well, they're so unfazed that Bart tied her up because they're so used to his shit. He's just he's just mad because like, well, now I'm gonna pay you more to apologize, but he's not even like, oh, this is insane. He's just like, oh, he's just riding that post nut clap. You know, babysitter thing comes up again. Like, remember in one of the later seasons, they show one of his old babysitters, and she's like in an institution, and she just rocks back and forth, going, "No, Bart, put it down, Bart. No." It's true. <laughs> he breaks babysitters on purpose. Uh, <laughs> He's broken a few people's minds, I feel like. He has. He has. Um, so then she leaves. Cops get there. <laughs> and they're just like... He's like, oh my god, my kids tied up the babysitter or whatever. And they're just like, are you saying you aided and abetted the babysitter bandit? He's like, I wouldn't say aided and abetted. It's quite <laughs> a struggle. Yeah, struggle. 
It was what a good kung fu movie. Yeah. So of course Homer just instrumental in letting this person go. Yeah. Uh, ruins the whole you know the whole thing that the children went through. You know all the effort they put in to apprehend this criminal. Classic Homer just being. And then he tries to like walk it back on camera. He's like. Oh. I tell you, you ever seen a kung fu movie? It was like that. But now I know her weaknesses. No, no, you don't try this stuff again on me, babysitter bandit. Well, <laughs> it's like, even Bart's yeah. like, oh, Homer. <laughs> yeah, yeah Bart's embarrassed. <laughs> so embarrassed. Um, I mean, and later, Homer and Marge are in bed, and Homer's watching himself look foolish on television, where it says local boob under his, uh, as his name. And uh, yeah, Marge says she that. loves him the way he is, and that if he has three children who manage to capture a criminal by themselves, he must be doing something right. Then she kisses Homer, and she turns the lamp off for bedtime. Lots nice of heart. Sweet. There's some heart in this one. Well, like you know. said, season one, very sitcom Every episode kind of slice of life. A lot of, like, feel-good yep. moments. Well, that brings us to... Our next segment. Give me one second. Here we go. Send in those soulful and doleful schmoats by the bowlful. Beautiful stuff, beautiful stuff. So, uh, who's your sideshow spotlight tonight, Francis? I'm giving it to Mo. I liked this Mo cameo. He's still not the developed Mo, like my favorite. favorite. Speaking of cameos, hello. But he's just like, uh, but he's just, he's just greasy enough. And they just do, I mean, he's, he's a little less like, aside from yelling at them on the phone call, he's a little less intense than Mo. We know he's trying to give some friendly bartender advice. But just the way they animate them and the way they do everything, they just make them just what is really it? It's ugly. It's little isn't it? And yeah, like it's, it's a good mo moment. I liked it. He can't help his little ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! What about you, Baker? Uh, anyway, your cauliflower. Uh, well, we briefly talked about. Uh, well, it's Bill Pie in this episode. Irony Pie. I love Irony Pie. He's very funny. I love his like manic breakdowns that he frequently has on the air. But I also, I guess I'll sh- shout out, uh, was it Bill the Floral Guy? The guy at the floral shop. Very strange voice compared to his animated face. Nice little some season yeah. one goofy moment. Mine was definitely going to be Mo. But, yeah. so I'll just he's give great. it to, uh, I'll give it to Bots. Yeah, she's great too. Bots, Bots was good. She kind of said we'll never, we never see her again. Well, I think yeah. she maybe appears as. Hold on, let me really. Background or something. Yeah, I think she. Oftentimes they do that. So here we go. She appears uh, in a couple episodes. Like, uh, oh yeah, I remember now. Uh, in Bart gets an F. Uh, she's actually one of the people that's joining hands and singing. I think, which is kind of confusing. Oh wow. That, like, yeah. yeah, they're probably just grabbing however many. Yeah, you know what? No, it's not bots, actually. I got that mixed up. She appears in a wanted picture in that episode. 
but it's sideshow yeah. bob it's sideshow oh, yeah. bob is in we noticed that when we were on yeah, that episode it doesn't make any sense because he should be in jail anyway anyway <laughs> no it isn't bad so yeah we, we haven't to gotten to Burkett's and f yet yeah you're yeah, right you're right you should two. be in jail all right, uh, spoilers, boys. I maybe looked ahead and have been watching some of season two. It's, it's My a great show. God, way to ruin the show. <laughs> this is a pretzel town, pretty boy. Pretzel town, pretty boy. What if your family don't like bread? <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Well absorbed. Get your well absorbed. Off my car. Get your off my car. So here we have it. Memes with Fat Maddie. Because the family don't like bread. Yeah. They like memes. I see this one because I see this one because I got a chuckle out of it. And honestly, guys, I I was not I was not finding a lot of memeable moments in this one. Like like ratings, but like it's a pretty mediocre episode. It wasn't really much that I was like, oh yeah, this is like a really hallmark standout little clip for me, but I got a chuckle out of that, so that's... This was funny, yeah. It's not really though, like, do you think they would just really say no? <laughs> you get t-shirts. Not really no, not really. But yeah, that's a good one. She skipped you, did we get t-shirts? <laughs> We're happy with that, though. Yeah, very funny. Alright, so, moving on. Moving on. Two, everyone's favorite segment. Well, Baker's favorite segment. I'm just wondering, what's the point? Would it make any difference at all if I never existed? How can we sleep at night when there's so much suffering in the world? How can we? How can we? Uh, it is 6.34 in Nova Scotia right now. Do you know where your children are? I don't know. I didn't Mine is upstairs. More or less. <laughs> Okay, yeah, more or less. My boys, a box. A box, damn you. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I thought this episode was interesting. Uh, we saw the children, and I guess we've seen this previously, like with Lisa in the, or sorry, Maggie in the bear cave. But this is like, they're some dire straits. Uh, I know that Homer and Marge had to work on their domestic situation, but they did not fact check very well. And they really just put their children right in the lion's den. So, yeah, I guess my my point for this episode is, like, take care of your kids. <laughs> yeah, be careful. Like, you know, Nothing with that. Going, <laughs> or true crime. To, to their credit, say, though, you would, think, you would think these people yeah. are supposed to be vetted who work for this. the service. should true. vet the candidates. You should be but her name is Bots? She just shortened her name. This is like when the Simpsons, like, you're now the Simpsons. Yeah, it's the same, like, come on. Couldn't even change. Homer also couldn't come up with a clever name this episode. What's all the lazy names? I also might have thought during their hiring interview, though, or, like, when they try to vet people, like, the babysitter bandit might be one of the first criminals that comes up in their research at a babysitting yeah. company. But Yeah, it's like, not like she changed the way she looks. <laughs> oh, my. She looks like a fucking bandit. Yeah. She yeah. does. She's a hard, she looks hard looking person. Yeah. yeah, really does. All right, where are we at? So that's the point. That's the point. The Greeks knew it. The Carthaginians knew it. Now you know it. I will teach you. You're a very good teacher. Yes, I am a very good teacher, and I can teach you everything. I love it. Shall I teach <laughs> you everything, fellas? 
I'm a very good teacher and I will teach you everything. Oh my god, it's so seductive. It's so sleazy. Like, I never thought about it when I was a kid, but listening to him now, he's such a sleazebag. He's just smooth oh, operator. Well, he hangs out in a bowling alley to pick up chicks and like yeah, show sure. off. And... But yeah, so well, here we go. History antiques. So this episode's called Some Enchanted Evening. Which is a show tune from the 1949 Rodgers and Hammerstein musical South Pacific. And it has been described as the single biggest popular hit to come out of any Rodgers and Hammerstein show. Andrew Lloyd Webber describes it as the greatest song ever written for a musical. Oh my, that's high praise. That is very high praise. I don't know a lot about musicals, but I, I know... But all the names you've mentioned, and I'm like, oh, yeah, those people are, like, respected. So this sounds respectable. No, it's like a World War II. It's the, yeah, like, the play takes place in the South Pacific during World War II. Hmm. Um, okay. Some Enchanted so Evening. I'd love to check it out. Some Enchanted Evening. Yeah, I'm going to listen to it now, too. The song is a three-verse solo for the leading male character, Emil in which he describes first seeing a stranger, knowing that he will see her again, and dreaming of her laughter. Oh, he sings that when you, when you find your true love, you must fly to her side and make her your own. So it's very much speaking of Homer's role in this episode. He's just like, he has to, ah. you know. Then, then I, I didn't pick up on that. Of shores of Iwo Jima. <laughs> All through your life, you may dream alone. So that's that's someone enchanted. Yeah, me too, for sure. All right, it's time to rate this episode, fellas. Let's do it. Uh, so, no. uh, <laughs> All right, well, I'll go first. So, story yeah. um, pretty good. It's like a horror movie, like, yeah. <laughs> kind of. The strongest um, part of the episode is, is, I think, the plot, I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna give this one an eight for story what about you baker i'll just give this one a i'll give it a seven it's good it's a pretty good story it's like the babysitter yeah i'll go 6.5 story is probably the one redeeming qualities of this episode yeah decent i would say the premise actually the premise actually isn't bad they just kind of executed it kind of lazily yep and it's not an episode that really gives itself to much humor no that's certainly where it fails it's one of the least funny episodes of this season probably uh yeah i'd probably put it there with the telltale head i'm gonna give it a two for humor yeah you 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 beat me to it i haven't given anything a one i'm giving this one a two it wasn't super fun i might even go with three it's pretty low but i did have a lot of like Little wisecracks. The like, most stuff. I, you know, the most. The, yeah, you know, when I hear something that just like makes me do my kerbopple laugh, just like, ha! I, I had <laughs> some of those moments. I'll give, I'll give it a three. Just wait. Okay, I'm going to give it a three as well because I do think it's at least as funny as Moaning Lisa. I'm sticking to the two. I'm sticking with my guns. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And heart, it does have that actually. It has quite a bit of heart, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to give this one a. I think they can probably give it a seven for heart. Okay, I'm gonna lag behind you just slightly and give it a. Six. Nah, 
Yeah. No, <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So easily influenced with the scores. No, that's fine. Well, I am a pretty influential guy. What can I say? You are. You are. The man who's in the know about the Brad Storm. Of course, you have influence. What about you, Francis? I'll go six point five. It's there. There was some good heart. I like how the kids have to band together to stop her. I like how you know, even though he's I'm only doing it under duress. Homer yeah. decides to take Marge for that little getaway to try to save their thing, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah it was all right. Well, you're welcome right. to copy me, uh, but I might actually bump my heart down to a five, Davin. Okay. I'm going to yeah. leave mine at six. What did you give it, Francis? The heart? Six, 6.5. 6. 6.5 for heart as well. Yeah. All right. So, you don't see as much, as, aside from like their crime solving ones, you don't see as much of this like three kids banding together kind of stuff in the later episodes. Right? Yeah. So. Well, you and I agree, Francis. It's a 5.3. Baker, a little less high on this one. If I had kept this, um, I wonder. Is this the first time someone's wow. ranked an episode lower than me? Because I feel like I'm always like the hard ass. Well, let's find I, out. No, uh, I ranked uh, Bart the General lower than you. Okay, yeah, no, because I like that one. Yeah. I'm surprised oh, yeah. actually how low a lot of my ranks. I like that one more than you guys did. But I like my more throwbacks, I guess. Well, we're at the end of the season now, fellas. So now this is where we can revisit our rankings and see if we're happy. So take a look there, fellas. See if there's a quick, see if there's anything you want to change. Yeah, I mean, I'm shocked at how low Bart the General is here. Uh, uh, I'm fine with mine for now. Uh, I, don't, I don't need to revisit it. But I will say it's interesting if we look, my highest ranked episode would be uh, Life in the Fast Lane. Which is uh, interesting. Uh, because I really like Krusty gets busted. I think Krusty gets busted. Maybe I should uh, bump up slightly because I did really enjoy it. Maybe give it a one? six for heart. Yeah. What one? What one's that? Krusty uh, gets, busted? gets busted. Yeah, I only gave it a five for heart, but it can't have an equivalent heart to what we saw with some enchanted evening. So I'd give that a six, and then I'll I'll I won't fiddle anymore with anything. That'll be it for now. Alrighty, so that's a that's a my favorite one this season was Life on the Fast Lane with an eight. Baker's was Life in the Fast Life lane. on the Fast Lane with seven point seven. And Francis, yeah, your highest one's a five point seven, and that's, <laughs> that's Homer's bad. Homer's Night Out. Nice, Homer's nice. Night Out. Yeah. Our combined Night scores. Out is a real, it's a real classic one. Yeah, our combined our com- scores. With our combined scores. Uh, their highest for heart in our combined scores was 7.7 for uh, Homer's story, Night Out, story. I believe. Story. For story, I should say. Sorry. Those, you need to make one of those spreadsheets where that left column slides with you. Not that I know how to do it. I'm just saying you should. Yeah, I'll get, see, yeah. if cousin, see if Cousin Dave can do that. Um, yeah, the, the most the funniest episode, according to us, Combined score was Homer's Night Out as well. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. It was a good episode. And yeah. it was. And Hart was, well, easily moaning Lisa. We gave that one an 8.7 yeah. combined on Hart. That's I a very my uh, Oh, yeah. That That's one's. I love, yeah, really love was. that episode for the, like, the mo- you guys know I'm a Lisa stan. Oh, yeah. And the marriage when she tell, uh, pulls over and just like Lisa, I'm sorry, I was wrong. To yeah, you, yeah. When Marge yeah. realizes that her mom basically taught her all the wrong lessons about how to deal with your emotions. 
Yeah. Yep. Well, this one will say. First babysitter bandit. Yeah. First uh, Bill Pie, which uh, arguably is Arnie Pie, or it could be a relative, but they never explained that. So I'd say they First renamed Arnie Pie. Bill Pie. It could be funny if it is a relative, though. <laughs> uh, this one first aired uh, May 13th, 1990. We're into the 90s. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So. Wonderful time for all. So, being the last episode of the season, we're not going to play a game. We're going to pick our... We have a couple of awards here. Okay. Fellas, who's your star of season one? Who's the star of season one? Okay. Who for wants you. to go first? I think I know. Go for it, Dan. Uh, yeah, go first. I, I think Bart. You're going for Bart. Okay. Uh, you know... I think if you look at the way The Simpsons kind of unfolded in the first season and how it started picking up popularity, Bart was the breakout star, and you can kind of see why in the in this first season. He's a really like kind of fun-loving prankster character with a heart of gold. Like he's not like a Cartman or anything, right? Uh, but yeah, I think he's fun. I think he's good in this season. I like Bart quite a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna agree. Yeah, yeah I think. Me Even too. Just from a writing perspective, he, he's the yep. most like himself, probably the most well-rounded. Homer's still kind of back and forth between: is he funny? Is he stupid? Is he caring? Yeah. Is he? You know <laughs> what I mean? They kind of yeah. they kind of bounce him around. Let's all go out for some he's, frosty he's, he's chocolate as, milkshakes. Yeah, he frosty have chocolate milkshakes. Maybe, and you know, yeah. Marge is a bit more in the background, and Lisa has some good moments, but she's in the background too. So I'm with you, Baker. I'm yeah. not using her a whole lot yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Barrett, unfortunately, the right pick. Yeah. I like Lisa, but I don't think she's ever a star, unfortunately, of any season. She's always kind of a background character. I'm hoping we'll get to some season where we watch. I'll be like, you know what? There's a lot of good Lisa episodes this season. We'll see. Now, something I meant to ask during the Sideshow Spotlight was, who's your side character of the season? Not guest character. That's different. Side character. Side. So not like a one-off recurring. Not a one-off. Not a one-off. No. Do you want to take this one first, Francis? I'm thinking. Honestly, man, that like I'm old. The episodes are fading on me. That um, you know, I love Mo and Wiggum. They're always gonna be up there. If you can yeah. ask me to name one who stands yeah. out <laughs> this season, it's hard, it's hard to say. You know, maybe Sideshow Bob. This is yeah. gonna probably pick Sideshow Bob as well. I'll go with, I'll yeah. I'll throw a crusty in there. There was a couple of crusty moments. Like when he was yeah, like there's some uh, good crusty moments too. Yeah. The Jebediah Springfield when he was like, kids, if you find I don't care if it's your mommy or your daddy, like he's just like you know, encouraging kids to sell out their parents. He's encouraging kids to kill themselves if he goes off the air. There's some good crusty moments. Yeah. So I'll, yeah, I'll sorry, actually, uh, I'm gonna say Mr. Burns. Yeah, and he's a character that doesn't really change. Like they got him down yeah. to science pretty much from the they beginning. Did. He's a, yeah, he's they a, make did. him they make him more <laughs> refined and funnier inside that framework, but they, he doesn't really change, yeah. right? Well the dynamic well, with uh, the gets better. Magnetism. Yeah. 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 And more magnetism. <laughs> magnetism. All right, best guest character of season one. Uh, for me, it's it's Jacques. Uh, easily yeah. Jacques. Jacques is pretty good. 
Yeah, I'm gonna uh, have to go Jacques. Even though I think he's a sleaze, he's a good character. Cowboy <laughs> Bob. Cowboy Bob, I think I have. Cowboy to Bob is pretty great too. He's Ooh. pretty funny. Yeah. Man made this. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. he looked like some kind of he looked like some kind of god <laughs> or something. Yeah, he's such a smooth operator. But again, no, it's as Al Brooks is just so. Such a good yeah. actor. Such a good voice actor. And he's like, if you need to go over there to those people and talk to them before we leave, yeah. there's something wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with all of us. No, it all is. It has its own people sound. over there. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my God. That's a good pick, too. It's so sad like this. Yeah, that's but a great I'm glad pick. It's Francis. good for revisiting these guys, though. We all have different picks. It is. Now. Who'd you pick, Francis, for your guest character? Well, I did pick Jacques, but Cowboy Bob's coming. Like, I might have to go with Cowboy Bob. I just love <laughs> yeah. I want to go buy an RV yeah. from him. He's not even a real dude. Yeah. He's also in the we're, circle. We're in, if Bart gets an F, he's also one of the people that's dancing and singing in the, the Christmas. The one other time. great character we kind of left out here in this discussion, and I'm not sure if he would count as a guest character, probably more like a side character, but that's Herman. He was friggin' great in Bart the General. He was good. Yeah, he's hired. He's hired to characterize. Because I think he was originally meant to be a recurring character, but he kind of fades into the background. So but he does recur a few times crazy. in the earlier seasons. Mm -hmm. He's around. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't think sure. he's ever quite as maniacal as they make him in this first instance that we see him. But he's around. He's so alive. <laughs> Oh yeah! All right, favorite episode? Not like there, our ratings are different. That's what we think is the yeah. best episode based on these different criteria. But what's your favorite episode of season one? Yeah. Uh, Here, oh, I'll bring the, I'll bring up the list so you can see it. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. I need to. It like, is helpful. Reference, but please. I still don't think that my highest ranked one is actually my favorite episode because you know we had the category of animation, which is maybe we should something we should consider. Uh, Krusty gets busted. I think is actually my favorite of, of them. Right. Like, just thinking about it, it's highly ranked for me. But yeah, looking at this list, I have it uh, below Life on the Fast. Probably also probably great. that or Homer the General. Um, again, it wasn't the my highest ranking one, but like I have a lot of fond memories from that as a kid. There's a lot of like memories, a lot of things that I have like memorized from it. And I like the whole um, the pseudo like war movie thing they go after with it, like the knockoffs of Full Metal Jacket cool and Luke and Full Metal Jacket stuff they yeah. do. Yeah, like oh yeah. I think for me, God, it's kind of tough because like it's split between Moaning Lisa because I think it's just the heart is just so good. Um. And life on the fast lane. <laughs> but Krusty gets busted, so we're good too. Um, God. Uh, it really was pretty. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, I think it has to be Krusty gets busted. I think it has to be. Like, that's a great episode. Children, let me tell you about the philosophy, the Roman philosophy of Stoicism, it says. <laughs> so, so you had. Yeah, what, you had Sideshow Bob, which I ended up going with. Um, I guess I'll go with Krusty Krusty. It was it was I'll that or Krusty gets busted. I'll I'll, I'll go be different general, yeah. just to change it up a bit here. Yeah. All right. And uh, last thing we have here for awards of season one, the funniest moment of season one. Oh. Oh man. I gotta scratch. I gotta think about this for um, a second, boys. 
Active Arthur General is the entire like when they first meet up with Grandpa and he takes him to Herman. Just he's so old and crotchety and mean and intense. Like it's like like yeah, not a six maniacs. Yeah, later on you see that in Grandpa sometimes, but they also make him like super pathetic at times. He they haven't written into pathetic yet. They go to see him and he's this crotchety old hardened war veteran who's like let me take you to see my one-armed war veteran buddy so we can take it to this fucking kid <laughs> and he's so he's foul-mouthed yeah. and he's hilarious <laughs> there's there's so many moments i don't know if i can pick just one but the one that comes to my mind for whatever reason is is the bleeding gums murphy where he's like uh, you gotta play the blues pretty well for somebody who's got no real problems that's <laughs> yeah. great that is it great. just cracks um, me up I don't know if it's the says, funniest, but play, the, playing the blues isn't about making you feel better. It's about making other people about making other worse. people feel worse. Feel yeah. worse. <laughs> That's pretty great. I like the one. The moment that comes to mind for me is when Jacques and Marge are like bent over on the uh, the alley, uh, the bowling alley, and just like that feel. There is the alley. Is it smooth? Yes, smooth. Yes, smooth. Hmm? Smooth. Hmm? Smooth. Smooth. Yes, very smooth. Hmm? Smooth. Like yeah. I don't know. That, yeah, that made me laugh. It's a great meal. <laughs> like when he's pitching brunch to her. It's, yeah, um, it's the whole discussion over brunch. So involved. Is that, is that um I disagree with him. He's like snouts the whole season up. Marge, please. She's Marge, like, there. you don't get everything you want to breakfast, but you get a good meal. Like, is yeah. it brunch supposed to be bigger? Because you're like, hey, I, I haven't yeah. eaten all morning. I've waited till later to eat. That's why it's yeah. brunch. So now I'm going to gorge. It's like basically lunch and breakfast combined. You have the options from both menus. So it's usually like a better, like a superior. So I don't know what he's talking about either. I'm a breakfast guy. I'll give breakfast over brunch any day. Let me tell you that, fellas. Uh, I'm an alcoholic. All so right. Brunch. Well, thanks <laughs> yeah, for joining us for season one, everybody. Uh, Thank you so two. much, everyone. We're, right, we're we're getting to we're getting there. It's it we're yeah. it's all uphill from here. It and literally some good is. stuff here in season one, <laughs> but there was some good stuff here. But it's all it's gonna get so good. We're gonna have so much yeah. fun here in these next couple seasons. Wow. Yeah, yeah two's uh, gonna be better. I can't wait till we get to three. Once we get to three, yeah. it's just gonna go off. Yeah, three oh, is yeah, where it starts we're, getting just. Oh, chef's we, kiss we, we don't say anything during this podcast. We just sit here and laugh for an hour. Well, I pretty play much. clips from the episodes. <laughs> we uh, should do you can that find sometime. us on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, what's that, Baker? We should stream an episode sometime, and all of us just watch it together. That might be fun. Yeah, maybe we should do that. Uh... Yeah, one of these days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we should pick specific episodes to do that with. That's a good idea, yeah. though. KBBL. Um, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. You can contact us at KBBBL podcast at gmail.com or you know holler at some of the facebooks audio only version wherever you get your podcast hey little baby there's a little baby just walked in on me here come here <laughs> proud member of the united federation of podcasts she loves popsicles right now she goes pops how you doing chloe eat it <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck. I Wrong child. Get out. <laughs> Which child am I thinking of named Chloe? Eden. We are a proud member of He's the fine. United Federations of Podcasts. You won't believe how quick my rundown is going to be here, Baker. There's us at KBBBL Podcast. There is 
There is Hold Up, a movie podcast. We just did a, an episode on journalism. We watched Network, The Year of Living Dangerously, and Nightcrawler. So our next one will be on TV. We're going to do a Stay Tuned, UHF, and Good Night and Good Luck, I think it might be called. Yeah. I don't know. It's about McCarthy era stuff. Um, also, Super Mater Brothers, they review reality shows in the Mary Mater Marvel Society, where we review Marvel stuff. Speaking of Marvel stuff, there's me and Andre over at the X-Ray to the X-Men Animated Review Show, uh, where we uh, talk about the uh, review, do what, much what we do here. We review episodes of that show and interview people from the show. Andre also has Graphic Histories podcast, where he does a lot of long-form interviews with people in movies, uh, comics, all kinds of things. He just did an interview with Michael Chan of the Hellbound podcast. Alex, nice. co-host Alex Blackburn. All right, later, honey. Okay, bye. I was I was calling <laughs> you Child Crandall the whole time. Crandall, who is Crandall? <laughs> then uh, he's been making it out of himself. Then who's Cartwright? You who's Cartwright. Chloe? Where's that name coming from? I have no idea. And there's uh, also no, trivial debates. I was just on there. Yeah, yeah I it was on the line. It was the love themed episode. Is, I don't know how you're like you're gonna love how quick this run through is. This is slower than it normally is. Oh really? Hi, oh, hey, honey. Just, She's over there being very cute. We're good. We're good. Well, look, we're a podcast for your Star Trek stuff. We got all kinds of stuff there, and our many divisions. Look at that. All kinds. Look at that beautiful station there. Little cuters of Trek. All the colors. Anyway, and there's also Star Trek Radio Theater. We got one of those coming up based on a Lower Decks comic. Anyway. That's the rundown. Apparently, it wasn't as short as I expected it to be. But That's my fault, so it though, goes. not you. <laughs> yeah, I, I was anyway. always planning on blaming you. Uh, I'm excited right. for season two, boys. This is, this Me is great. too. I've had a lot of fun. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Have season a great night. <laughs> Edith says goodbye. Right. Bye. <laughs> Later, everybody. Bye, Edith. Bye, Edith. Hmm. Time to brush your teeth, wash your face. And say your prayers. KBBBL Podcast. <laughs> Where the extra B is for BYOBB. What?